0: Let me tell you a story about a little fat boy that nobody loved, and then all the other kids, they used to make fun of him, and they would pick on him, and, they, and, they, and then they used to say that he talked funny and stuff, and he had, had a twin brother, and everybody, and, and, and everybody said they didn't like anything like his twin brother, but, but he wanted to. Hey. Were you the little fat boy? No! No, but but I just like to beat him up. You know, I grab my go, why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? And I beat the shit out of him. (laughs) Isn't that a great story? (laughs) Yeah. Hi, my name is Amanda Witz.
1: Bill Mosley. Daniel Harris. Dick Warlock. George
0: Romero. Kane Hodder. Robert England. Ronnie Blakely. C.J. Graham. And you're listening to Deep of Texas. Texas. You gotta be fucking kidding. Oh, hey, you okay? <gasps> <gasps> Damn, Antelopes. Oh. Are you gonna be all right? I feel all warm, what's in the box? The blackest What's in the fucking box? <laughs> Nothing. Stop the prime time, we're all jammed in the car, and we're going really far. Driving deep into the trees, with hot dogs, chips, and cheese we go quicker We packed a ton of liquor Ryan Tropicana will no, totally bananas Spring break vacation is just plain, plain There's something in this musty air Makes us want to sing Cabin in the Woods, ooh Cabin in the Woods, yeah We're five college students On our way to one old event your tranquility. A chance for me to rest in a nice facility. I came up to this cabin to read and sleep and bake. Hope our headboard rattling don't keep your brood ass away.
2: another episode of deep in the horror of texas my name is ralph
1: my name is
2: jeff, jeff. i can't do it <laughs> <laughs> my name's nathan
1: and ralph you it's know, summer. you're not wearing pants <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it's hot outside man yes it is it is stupid hot we just had that rain humidity oh my god oh talk about swamp ass
1: yeah mm. heat and humidity at night it's mm. the best it's like uh you know the gift that keeps on giving no
0: no.
2: Jelly like a,
1: Jelly of the Month Club. It's like a fucking cheese factory. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So uh yeah, I uh, this is a long time coming.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Like we took our little hiatus and we have risen from the grave from our recovery from Texas Fry because after that one episode. We were bo- all three of us were fucking out. Yeah. And we uh, we have Rejuvenated ourselves to come back and bring y'all an episode because you guys will not stop blowing up our inbox. Uh, so be- <laughs> be- before- Backed by
1: popular demand. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, before we get into what we're covering this episode, uh, let's just give a little chit chat. Like, okay. what have y'all seen uh, lately that? Fuck. Um, i mean i mean like maybe like just a couple things like did y'all watch uh, stranger things season three no, no. i
2: started ah. it but i i got three episodes in and i haven't i've been distracted ever since so. oh
3: man yeah i kept falling asleep in season two because we'd watch it late at night and i've been oh yeah working non-stop so like i went into stranger things three when work slowed down i'm like i don't remember any of this fucking happened. i don't remember who's this guy what the yeah. fuck so I was just like fuck it like three episodes like three episodes in I was just like I, I gotta stop I gotta restart season two and catch up and I
1: don't yeah me and the wife <laughs> like we, we went and, uh, right before season three started we went and power watched season one season two again just for the fuck of it Yeah. and uh, uh, the kid uh, my son was just digging it the whole time and then when season three started we were just like yeah we'll watch episode here and there you know we won't power through it because we oh my god third episode we we're like we're, we're watching the rest of the season this is amazing <laughs> yeah so
3: far it's good i just feel like i'm fucking lost
1: gotcha so i'm like Fuck. it's probably my favorite season out of all of them i think the original holds a spot but man season three was like i think all they were firing at all cylinders so i was really i'm looking forward for us having a good sit down talking about that series okay uh, yeah, we, we, uh, yeah we need to do another uh, yeah, we need,
2: uh, yeah, we definitely need to come back to it because I think we only did what season one. We yeah. never returned for season
3: I think, two. Yeah, I don't
1: think we did two.
2: So that'll that'll have to be on our calendar of stuff to do.
1: Uh, how about movie theater wise? Y'all catch anything in the theaters that we uh, <sighs> I know me and Ralph talked about uh, the the new Anna, Annabelle that just came out. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, actually, actually in the past like almost two weeks, I've seen three movies. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> um, that's
3: when, a record for Ralph. Yeah, that's yeah, great. It's, wow. it's insane. He sprayed um, his wings.
2: Yep. <laughs> Went and saw uh, Annabelle comes home. What did you uh, think? I enjoyed it. All right. I really enjoyed me it. Me too. Uh, fucking, but you know me. I love my ghost stories. Oh yeah, it was um, a fun one. Oh, fuck, I like it. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. That one. Um, went and saw Mids I went and saw uh, Midsummer, but I saw it twice actually. I saw it the first time with Nate, and then long story short, theater. Cuts out like what 15 minutes before the ending, yeah. What, yikes, yeah. yeah. Theater, theater goes black. Like I thought power it was the up. end
3: of the movie. I was like, What the fuck, <laughs> fuck on the ending is this? Like... <laughs> and scene, exactly, it was it right? Is was... right when he is, you know, humping the chick oh. and he's looking into the grandmother's eyes or whatever. And it's like, yeah. Theater's black, lights come up. I'm like, What the fuck? The man
1: ejaculated <laughs> oblivion, yep. That's right. and like, <laughs> we're like, What the fuck.
2: But uh, I was like, man, I, I gotta see this. I gotta see this ending. So I took a buddy of mine. Uh, we went to go uh, watch it together, and uh, it was it was fun watching it the second time around. Not remember, a especially short film. The, No, definitely <laughs> not a fucking short film. But uh, got to got to actually experience the ending, and the ending is so much better than what a YouTube video
3: can display. Gotcha. We were two of four people in that movie. That's yeah. amazing. I went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How was that? Uh, <laughs> Interesting bad. No, it, was kidding. Utterly it, was it was good. It was fantastic.
1: Good. It was good. It's just uh... few films Tarantino has ever done have been so cohesive. Right. And fun. I really. just
3: I feel like it's close to like if this is even a thing. I would say this is like his second worst film, but that's still better than most people's best. Gotcha. So yeah. it's still a fucking great solid film. It's just not my favorite. I thought it was going to go one way, it went another, and I was like, oh, fuck, okay. I kind of left here in the dark, but Brad Pitt is fucking hilarious in it. The dialogue's snappy as always. The plot's great. It, it's good mood. I mean, you know, I don't, I guess I have to see it again, actually. Yeah. I think Does that, it have that. And I was sitting in a chair that straight up smelt like shit. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I leaned over the chair next to me, it smelled fine. I leaned over here, smelled that one, it was fine. I was like, okay. I'm not going
1: to change seats because <laughs> I bought this ticket. I'm just going to deal dude.
3: with it. Uh, you start no. come, going to
1: the theater with your own can of Lysol and Febreze.
3: <laughs> it fucking needed some lemon Hikes <laughs> <It definitely, laughs> Lemon pledge. <laughs> really needed it. It was just like, what What the fuck am I smelling? Gotcha. Like, it smelled like a combination of shoes, dick, and ass. <laughs> ah! Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, man. I know these smells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Reminds me of that fucking video that's on YouTube. These guys are in like pitch, like pitch blackness, and they have these little windows, and they ha- they have to open them up and smell it and figure out what that smell is. And they're like, "Oh, cheese," "Oh, shoo. you know. And they're going all the way down, and the last one is somebody's ass crack. They got their ass pushed up against the fucking thing, and they open up. I know the smell. I know the smell. And he gets like <sighs> real close. What is like, that? Really? I know this. I know it. God. Like, I'm surprised that person's nose didn't come back brown. Tom? <laughs> Nathan?
3: Philip? God damn, Nathan! I would have fu- fucking blasted one out.
2: <laughs> and then they take on the lights and they're like, oh! <laughs> Did I snort? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Snort, oh, snort. Motherfucker. It's um.
1: it ass. <laughs> um, I, we went without, uh, I took my, we took my son, uh, oh, that's me right. and that you went saw, movie. uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Did I convert you over to Cinemark? All right. Showbiz is great. That. Uh, but Cinemark, you able to recline, hit on that fucking heat button for your lumbar area.
2: Don't get me wrong. i I've all, I've always gone to that Cinemark. Like when I was a kid, like hell, I watched the fucking Power Ranger movie. In that yeah. Theater. But it's,
1: it's just like recent but, year and a half that they. Every theater has Mm -hmm. reclining seats with heated lumbar support. Yeah, well, heated. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong,
2: but like the theater, like the Cinemark that I went to to go see Annabelle had the reclining seats and the heater, and I thought I was getting sick because I thought because my lower back was getting hot. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then you're like, (laughs) "We go to this theater. Oh, it has uh, heated seats." I was like, "That's what the fuck that
1: was." Yes, that's why I was fucking. You're getting fucking meningitis. That's why I'm fucking sweating in this theater. Why am not why am I not freezing? Waiting for Dustin Hoffman and Rene Russo from Outbreak to come get you out of the theater. <laughs> right.
3: I rely on the uncomfortability factor of seats. If I recline, I got lumbar support and a fucking goddamn dick massager. I'm going to sleep. Dude, I'm, I'm going to sleep.
1: I have not been to show business. I've, I've I realized that every theater is like that. I know. Cause the only thing you used me... to be my date. <laughs> showbiz was great. I'm the date now. What? Yeah. All the if it's not playing SDS, Me and my monkey paws. I don't go to showbiz. Yeah. Just watch the popcorn. It's yeah, a little yeah. tricky with this one. <laughs> <laughs> like is that M and M's and a hot dog? It's <laughs> like those are those are milk duds. <laughs> All right, They're thought... milk duds. <laughs> Why does my popcorn have girth?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Golly. I want a, a refund. Massage. They uh,
3: totally ripped us off. The entire middle is cock, not popcorn.
1: <laughs> he
2: wanted a dick massager. He didn't say whose dick. <laughs> uh,
3: I don't care as long as I'm not looking.
1: I saw a bald man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a bald man puke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything else I've seen. I don't know. I've been. I, I've, I've caught seen.
3: quite a few in theaters, but yeah, past mid Like if I can't remember past a month.
1: All right. So when we come back we wanted to come back with a bang and we reached into the uh you know our favorite genre and we poked out uh i think an honest to god favorite of all of ours and it is the uh the film that was produced by uh slenderman oh
0: my god <laughs>
1: <He> slowly walked apes and some leaving <laughs> Dropping no. mall oh my god i wish we did. you you you're crushing so many people's hopes and dreams right here slenderman
3: Phantom of the Airport.
1: God, everybody in like hot topic just got happy that we're gonna do something. <laughs> um, I'm gonna
3: slash myself to this. Uh, we're revisiting it. Follows
1: Chopping Mall. Everybody has a Barbara Crom- uh, Cramp <laughs> <There we> <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joss Whedon, uh, producer of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, Firefly, Avengers. And Avengers, director of Avengers. Uh, yeah, he he produces great fucking film called. To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, well, that's actually one yeah. of my favorites. <laughs> my kid's named after it. Uh,
3: tu Wong Fu. Oh, well, that's not my favorite. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, Patrick says he was a pretty handsome man, but he is an ugly-ass
1: woman. I, I always, maybe, like, John Leguizamo? Yeah, he's fuckable. <laughs> Chi-chi? <laughs> Chi-chi. Golly. John Leguizamo as uh, the clown from Spawn? I'm sorry, he is
3: oh, just, yeah. he is a reptilian-looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I like John. Leguizamo? Yeah, but he's always like all of his teeth are sharp. (laughs) (laughs) Never trust a bald barber.
1: (laughs) He has no respect for your hair. uh, Oh,
3: no one, no no one. Yeah. So what we're talking about uh,
1: is uh, Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody.
3: uh, I
2: don't know what fucking movie we're doing anymore. uh,
1: Elton John's biopic uh, Rocket Man.
0: I wanted to see
1: that so fucking bad. I started. It, I was gonna I realized... wear
3: my fucking rainbow shirt and everything. And...
1: I realized it was a music when I turned it off. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, they're singing in this!" Off it's like uh, across the universe. Oh <laughs> god!
3: <laughs> I made that mistake once. Oh
1: Jesus! You see him cringe like he got yeah. out of the chair for a second. Yeah, no,
3: there. I fucking had to sit through that, and I had left after forty-five. Why? It's just. Them all singing updated Beatles songs.
2: No, I, that that wasn't the question. Why did
1: you
3: sit through? It? Did you hear about uh, women?
1: Did you hear about the film yesterday?
3: Where like it's Wait, like what uh, happened yesterday?
1: The film yesterday. 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 It happened not yesterday. today, but yesterday. Uh, not today. Not the day before no, but yesterday. No, before today. When? But after yesterday.
3: When? The present. When will then be now?
1: <laughs> Soon. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the film yesterday is based on this guy going to to work, and he's in the elevator, and he kind of goes. This isn't what like we're a, talking about. He uh he he has a he passes out or something like that, and the entire world experiences like this weird flash, and then he wakes up from this little mom, you know nap nap or whatever, and he realizes that the entire world has forgotten the Beatles.
3: Ain't that a fucking? That's a wish come true right there. So
1: he then has the I fucking uh, hate the Beatles. <laughs> he has the opportunity now to reintroduce the entire world to the songs because he's the only one that knows that the of the existence of the Beatles. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty cool.
3: As long as it doesn't include Yellow Submarine, I could. I could be down there.
1: That's the first song. Made.
3: The very first song he should have done is A Day in the Life. Yeah. Woke up. Got out of bed. I don't know this song. Mm-hmm about a guy blowing his brains out oh it's a pretty good song Kurt Cobain song yeah <laughs> yes yes <laughs> hey man nice shot
1: oh that's a filter
3: song. I hope I don't know if you've seen this but Jared Leto did a uh it, it's been shopping around since Elton John and all this shit that um he wants to do it they want to do a Kurt Cobain biopic oh wow and Jared Leto Dressed up as Kurt Cobain, doing "Unplugged" in New York, and saying "Penny Royal."
1: You better find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... Ever since the Joker,
3: you've been off the Jared Leto No, team. I was just like, this how old hurt. is he, right? Really. He's got like
1: in his upper really. 30s. Yeah. And really. fucking Kurt Yeah, but Jared Leto looks young as fuck. Yeah.
2: He's, his was baby booze. He when he's he a transsexual
1: selling fucking AIDS medication <laughs> to Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. That was dark. <laughs> that movie was so good. I love that movie. I got that. Yeah. 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 What movie were we talking about today, Dallas guys? Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, good film. Great, great movie. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> what are we talking about? I forgot. We're
3: talking Cabin in the Woods. Oh Cabin yeah, Cabin in the Woods. That was it. Dun, 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 dun. All yeah. right. Twenty minutes
1: later. Let's get to it. <laughs> we apologize. This is how we do things. Uh, it's yes. all good.
2: But yeah, no, we are we are definitely talking about Cabin in the Woods to get off of that entire like documentary train that we like rabbit hole <laughs> fucking yeah fucking deep rabbit hole went into the fucking hollows with yeah, that we'll shit yeah we'll edit half that out <laughs> <Leave>
3: <laughs> if it i in. feel up to it leave it
2: in
0: <laughs> i didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion mr helper i'll edit this episode <laughs> I'll edit
2: um it. but to uh, give you all a very very small like condensed synapse this movie came out uh, debuted at South by Southwest uh, back on March 9th of 2012. Um, we didn't get it until uh, April 13th of 2012. This movie was uh, it was directed by Drew Goddard, produced by Joss Whedon, and it was written by both the gentlemen, so you know this this is going to be some, some gold, uh, especially with all the work that Joss Whedon had done beforehand. The uh, music was done by uh, David Julian. Cinematography was uh, Peter Durning. Uh, the... Production company was Mutant Enemy Productions and Lionsgate. Lionsgate was the distribution people, and it had a budget of thirty million and it made back sixty six point five million.
3: Interesting tidbit on that, Ralph. This movie was actually completed in two thousand nine. Oh yeah, no, it but because it had some the, problems. Yeah, the the company, I think it was MGM or somebody. Uh, I don't have my phone in front of me. Uh, they filed for chapter. Chapter 9 bankruptcy or Chapter 11. Yeah. And they couldn't justify spending the distribution money on this. Mm. And so Lionsgate came along and was like, hey, we'll pay for it. We'll do this and we'll do whatever with the profits. And two years or three years later, we got the movie.
2: Yeah, it it did take a while because this was during... Like, this movie was filmed before Hemsworth got the role of Thor, if I remember correctly. One year. Yeah. One year before. So... Like I, it, it kind of came at a somewhat of a good time because you now have Chris Hemsworth riding that kind of high of being Thor, and everyone—if you didn't know who Chris Hemsworth was—you now know who he is. Yeah. Even though this movie was filmed years beforehand, oh, and yeah. so that kind of yeah, he was just I'd a gorgeous man. Yeah, he was just a beautiful man. <laughs> um, We're endangered. <laughs> so for this to come out after, or you said after Thor. Or after this came
3: out before Thor, one year. Oh,
2: came out before Thor. Yeah. Okay, so still like even I, I guess even before then, it still would have made if it would have made even more money if it came out after the events of Avengers and him getting that role. But the this was a for what we got. This was a really good fucking movie, you know. Like the especially for something that Joss Whedon had
1: made. Oh, uh, when did you first see it?
2: Uh I actually get didn't get to see it until it got released on uh, Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, like I, I didn't like this was one of those movies that flew completely under my radar. Gotcha.
1: I went and saw it twice in theaters. Gotcha. Yeah. Um yeah, for some reason I had caught one of this way early. Mm. Like I mean, I think Cruz and Wagner were approaching the script because it was a a very big deal when it was in script form. It was uh everybody was few people were allowed to read it and whenever they did read it they're constantly getting bids, yeah. uh, particularly because it was Whedon and, uh, drew mm-hmm. because they were such a strong team and what they did for Buffy, the empire series, they were like, whatever they're going to do, it's going to be fucking good. So when it was picked up, it was like a solid out of the park. This is going to be great. And I was like waiting for it to play festivals. But then they held it up because of the whole thing that you're talking about with the bankruptcy thing. But what held it up even more is they had the completed film, uh, they wanted to push to get it um, turned 3D. So oh, they were going to, yeah. after the effect of it coming, they, they had the f- film completed and they were like, we want to post convert. Yeah, we want to post convert the fucking film into 3D. And Josh Whedon and everybody fought it. No, no, no. There goes another year of them fighting over that. Mm-hmm. So they finally chose not to convert it. And then finally it got a release and it started playing. And as soon as it, Came out and I took the wife, and we we're there like yeah. just opening day.
3: Another, it. another funny tidbit about this is that this was supposed to be a DLC for Left 4 Dead 2, but because MGM was going through financial turbulence, they scrapped it. No, well, But some of the characters are still uh, some of the monsters are, actually... yeah. The
1: boomer, you can see it, yeah.
3: yeah the, the boomer's in it, the screamer's in it, the smoker, uh, smoker. smoker. Yeah, there you go, yeah. You can
2: see the smoker, you can see the
1: uh, the tank.
3: Tank, yes. It was the tank.
2: Uh, oh. You can actually see the tank in there, which was really fucking cool.
1: Yeah. The I guess the one thing I've, I learned recently that really shocked me was on the uh, on the bulletin board when they're making their bets. Yeah. Uh, one of the Kevin. things... Were, Kevin. <laughs> that one, learning about that was like really a smile to me because that was like an homage to uh, Elijah Wood's character and from Sin City. Right. I was right. like, oh, that's awesome. Right. It's taken one of two ways. It's
3: it, A lot of people think that and I think Kevin Williams even said, or, or I'm sorry, Drew Goddard even said that's kind of the idea they had but it was also based on an homage to kevin williamson oh wow yeah yeah i was like wow that's crazy that's really cool but i just learned about that today yeah when i saw the trivia i was like oh that's cool i even i even asked sammy that as i was watching it today i was like who the fuck is kevin (laughs) i went through the list of each one and then i looked up a, a detailed analysis of what it means and yeah, Kevin's either Elijah Wood's character or a tribute to Kevin. If Wood, that's so. the thing,
1: that'd be awesome. Imagine that Kevin's just in one of those boxes, <laughs> <It's all> <laughs> <safe>. <laughs> and he would just get unleashed to like fucking wreak havoc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, awesome.
3: there's like four Evil Dead references on that board—the raping tree or whatever awesome. it's called. <laughs> that's
2: hilarious. Yeah, it, that's, it's fun. That's what's so great about this particular about this movie was that there's so many like nods to all the different horror genre oh, and tropes and whatnot. It's very, it's very meta.
3: Well, Drew Goddard said that this is a loving hate letter to the genre. Yeah. He's a huge fan of the genre, but everything in that time was becoming fucking stale. And there's a line in it that that kind of threw threw me off, and I, I wrote it down for the Get It Straight with Nate segment. But it says, we had a glitch in 98. Mm-hmm. And the, whose fault uh, was that? Kim Department
2: that that was uh, I was actually reading up on that. Uh if you do some research about 1998, that was I was supposed to be a jab at the movie The Faculty, but yeah. no one fucking died. <laughs> yeah. <That> was,
3: <laughs> yeah, and and uh it's funny and interesting because they said after 98, Japan has been in first ever since then. Well, that's when J-horror took over the mm-hmm. industry. So, I mean, there's all these like funny little tidbits that if you like pay hardcore attention to the movie, you'll be like, "What does that mean?" And then yeah. you can look find the answer. And you're so like, the oh, shit was the what funny. the faculty? The, yeah, faculty, the yeah. faculty. No, none of no. the cast died.
2: Yep. The faculty yeah, into yeah, yeah, the Robert Rodriguez film. So yeah, that mm-hmm. was
3: that about. was a the like an homage to them. And it's the Chem Lab's fault. Gotcha. Well <clears throat> the stoner in that movie makes the chemical that kills the monster. Yep. Yeah. So
2: um and some what's really cool about it about that particular moment I'm Kind of jumping ahead on my notes, is that with Joss Whedon, there's no such thing as a throwaway line in any of his movies, mm-hmm. and with that with that one line, it's so throwaway and just like nonchalant, you don't think anything of it. But once you actually like try to dig into it, it actually means something in
3: there. That's all right. It's like when fucking Marty is sitting at the table rolling joints and he's talking about, oh yeah, you know, I just want one day where I get off the goddamn grid and. And they start talking about society and he's like, no, we're actually binding, you know, what we need is for society to crumble because it's becoming too easy and total foreshadowing of Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. So, I mean, it's a throwaway line if you're just watching the movie, but if you're actually like, you know, for us to review it, you know, I'm, I'm having to pay attention to these lines and I'm like, oh, that's a fucking, that's a brilliant foreshadow. When I saw it in theaters, I never, yeah. Yeah,
1: never. Well, what I loved it. about the scene at the theaters is that at the beginning of the film, you're like, "Am I in the right movie? What <laughs> yeah. the fuck is <laughs> going on?" Guys talking about
3: his wife fucking closing all the cabinets up mm-hmm. with the baby proofing. That's hilarious.
2: You can only open up about an inch, and you have the fucking dongle thing in there. And all of a sudden, boom, paddle car and it's like, <laughs> the fuck? That was a cheap fucking shot. You, are, <laughs> awesome. you, you
3: want to come over this weekend and help me liberate my cabinets? <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, fuck movie just, am I in? Yeah. A coffee. Cabin the Woods. It yeah, awesome. Like I that it starts with a scream. It's yeah. all,
2: <laughs> and I, I, think that's the only time that the movie ever takes that cheap shot of a jump scare on you. Yeah, which I think is fucking amazing because oh. the moment that that movie pulls that on you, it's like I'm in it for a fucking ride.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, what pays off so much is just the opening scene with the girl dancing in her underwear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh, it's gonna be around the mill kind of shit, but no, they're constantly twisting you. I mean, uh, the the girls' banter. Uh, bringing the books, and he's like, "What are you? What are you doing with these books? Who taught you this? <laughs> I learned it from you. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, <laughs> and making the 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 jock such a smart motherfucker, yeah. level-headed, really yeah. uh, has character, you know. Yeah. And that's and that's, the girls not being any naive numbskulls no. either. And, and it's that's
2: like, that's so, that's so great about these characters because whenever they get whenever you get introduced to them, they have depth. They actually." They're not your two-dimensional horror trope characters. They don't become that until later on. Once the faculty starts fucking with them, yeah, they have to the institute, them. yeah. Uh, and you, it's kind of crazy because what's really cool about this movie is that they're another really cool thing about it is that if you rewatch a lot of the thing, if you if, if you go back and rewatch it and you listen to a lot of things that they say, you you could see how far along they've been pulling the strings on all of these characters. Like they even make a one, another. "Quote unquote," air, notice the air quotations, throwaway line where they're talking about the blonde. They can't the blonde. The
3: air quotations on air,
2: Ralph. Well, <laughs> for you guys, but they um, they even say that they were uh, chemically engineered her hair the, to, the, the 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 hair dye the, the, hair, the hair dye way? to make her
3: dumber. Yeah, yeah,
2: like to to bleach her hair to make her more make her more of an idiot. Well, it makes me
3: think that That's they awesome. even set up mm-hmm. the entire invite because okay, you've got you've got like. A pre-med student, which the blonde. Mm-hmm. You've got a, uh, what is she? She's philosophy, isn't she? Philosophy major? The, the redhead? Matter so, psych. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got... Or Marty psych. You've got the... Uh, I think Marty psych. The, the jock guy. I can't fucking remember his name. Let me see here. Drew? Jules? Jules. Chris Hemsworth. Jules. We'll get to him. Jules is, even though he's a football guy, he's actually like fucking like a science major. And then you find out later in the film, Chris Hemsworth is an academic major mm-hmm. that just happens to play football. Yeah. So yeah. you got all these bright people and you got Marty, who's a, a philosophy stoner, I guess. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so they engineered getting, like, even though these guys were friends, you know, you got two couples and then Marty. Yeah. So it's like, they even planned that out. Mm-hmm. And, and I fucking, I cannot express how fucking much I love that this plays into like Friday the 13th or Mm. Michael Myers. Evil Dead. Or whatever. Evil Dead. This is all happening. All these movies are happening under the guise of the ancient ones needing to stay underground, you know, keep the sleeping gods, uh, you know. Like a sacrifice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you wonder in like the 80s, Friday the 13th. Oh, you dumb bitch. Why are you going? Well, it's because she got blasted in the face with these pheromones that made her do it. You know, Mm -hmm. so fucking smart. Like. Yeah, you know, if scream wouldn't
2: do that particularly. If
3: scream reimagined and reinvented the slasher film, as so many people say, this really, even though, like it reinvented how
1: you think of horror movies. Well, this was like the key to every horror film you've ever seen. Exactly. Like, this was like, I wish this would have been spun into a TV series because it uh, has I wish position. there'd be a sequel, but I mean, there's not really, like, where would you go with it? I would just have day, day, like day zero, like the end of the world. Like the big dark god oh. coming out and all the evils. Yeah, Ralph out. comes out. All
3: right. There's a regular hot dog cart in here, huh? He's going to do oh, your accounting. <room>. Give
1: me all
0: your
3: ramen. No, no ramen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but like <laughs> these characters are Came out of soup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Last uh, episode, people. Yeah, <laughs> last episode. Apparently, remake episode. Oh yeah, horror remake oh episode. Oh my gosh, no horror! <laughs> IEC <laughs> remake episode. Oh um, yes. no. Um, but <laughs> this movie though, the characters are so well. So well versed and everything that they're not—they're not that stupid. They're not as stupid as any of the other horror tropes that you would get. But because these guys in this facility are starting to fuck with them, they're like you said, blasting the pheromones. Um, Everything's manipulating. Everything. They are pulling the strings for every single fucking thing. The gas station. You know?
3: Yeah. yeah. It's Even free- the
2: fucking gas station attendant. It's
3: free will, but it's a guiding hand. You know yeah. what I mean? I like that.
2: Like how like the fucking gas station attendant he even says some
3: foreshadowing shit
1: yeah
3: Uh, can we talk about the gas station i love mordecai man it's like the harbinger it's this creepy old fuck practically wears a sign you will die why do we put him there the system the lambs have entered through the gate (laughs) (laughs) punish them sirs. yep am i on speakerphone no
0: absolutely not speakerphone no no i wouldn't do that yes i am i can hear the echo Oh, my God. Uh, you're right. Hang on one second. I'll take you off. That's rude. I, I don't know who's in the room. Fine. There. You're off. Thank you. Don't take this lightly, boy. It wasn't all by your numbers. The fool nearly derailed the invocation with his insolence. The ancient ones see everything. and they will not be... I'm still on speakerphone, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Lord of God. <laughs> I can't believe it. It did <laughs> it again. Marty? <laughs> what happened to that?
3: I love where the Kim department's telling them, like, Marty, through his haze of weed, is noticing things. And they're like, wait, why is he fucking even conscious of these? Yeah, and she's like, to... hey, we, we fucking genetically altered his marijuana. But
1: in... He Another like line is he's secret got his own stash. Yeah, he's yeah. got a secret stash that even they didn't know about. Yeah. So it's like Because even mixed line, like he says something like, I don't want the other weed to know that I have like he didn't <laughs> want his weed knowing that he was like kind of cheating on his other weed. Uh, I love that.
3: You know that bong costed him five thousand yeah. dollars to fucking make? Yeah. And now they sell for about three hundred. Yeah. I'm getting one. That's
1: fucking that's good a man. beautiful bird. That's a fucking gorgeous bong. And <laughs> collapse Cops
3: it. will not pull over a man with a gigantic bong
1: in his car. Right.
3: <laughs> fucking, and I love
1: I, that he locks the door to his cartoon when he's about to leave. Yeah. <laughs> he You're reaches through way. the open
3: one. <laughs> he sees farther than they. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle and things.
2: I'm glad you bring a like I fucking love Marty because Marty is what's really cool about him is that he serves as our conduit. He he serves as the conduit for the audience because with him kind of like being portrayed as the fool, what's really interesting about him is that. Even though he's depicted as that, he's not really that much of a fool because everything he says has truth to it regardless. Like that throw, right. That line you just said, um, cops won't pull over a man with a giant bong in his car because they, they fear, fear this him. this man. They fear him because he sees further than him. And they're worried that if they pull him over that he will lay on them ancient truths. <laughs> ancient you know? logic. Ancient logic. <laughs> I love that line. And... <laughs> I feel as though if anybody could sum it up as best as I can, there's a line that Isaac Asimov said in his uh, book, Understanding Shakespeare's The Fool. It's that the fool, the thing about him, what makes him so successful is that he's not actually a fool. He actually knows shit. Mm. And that's the thing about Marty is that he knows what's really happening. He knows what's going on and he is kind of, Again, he's being sir He's being given to you as that conduit. Like he's the one. He's portraying everything to you, yeah. right? He's Even the, though nobody else knows what the fuck is happening, he is
3: what is a is a representation of the film as we, as the audience, would be saying. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. hey, maybe the wind blew at him. What sense does that make? <laughs> like, exactly. You know, like, who he, the
0: fuck is talking, man? <laughs>
3: yeah, he is
2: us. Exactly. So it's in his character. He. he he does so much in, in this movie, but is, again, just kind of sho- shoved to the side. Oh, he's just a fucking idiot. He's the stoner guy. When in actuality, this guy... Most in tuned. Mo- he sees everything with the clearest of sight, Yeah, whereas everybody else is clouded.
0: People in this town drive in a very counterintuitive manner. And that's what I have to say.
3: Yeah, I love where he's like, we should all stick together. Let's board up every window. Wait a, And then something Psst. sprays him in the face and he's like, oh, we should split up. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I dare everybody go upstairs? <laughs>
1: he's, he's what we would be saying as the audience. Yeah. And I Fucking love that.
2: zombie hand. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But that's what's sad is that I think he plays the full bite. He's unable to delegate any responsibility because mm-hmm. he doesn't really start becoming a... A quote unquote man, until his friends are dying. His friends yeah. are dead. And he's watching the last one. He finally is able to like he's defend to... himself and and def- and start fighting back for them too because there's nobody left.
2: Yeah. He he fight. He's the one that fights his way back from the dead. Quote unquote. Yeah. He's the one that comes back to save everybody, and he's also the one that throws the wrench in everybody's plan.
1: That's why I always almost thought like maybe he wasn't the fool. It was the girl that was the fool, and he was supposed to like almost be the mirrored idea of like the virgin the final, like the, the purity yeah in the world that we would look at because it was like he was unwilling to uh I mean the girl felt like she was more the focus she was just so oblivious to mm. everything and uh I don't know. Well you in, can see the, it
2: in in the words of the director, we work with what we got.
1: Shit, they they wrote this in three days. And, oh, that's sure? it they, and that's what amazed me Drew and Josh insane. said they, they locked themselves in a, in a... They would write from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. And they would just... Wrote fucking this in hell. three fucking days. And I was like, wow. And that's some powerful cocaine. That was a Makes you
2: wish worth that fucking creativity in your body, huh?
1: Well, d- well, is it's possible to write something, but to have it be this good? Wow. Yeah. And you know it's lightning in a bottle because none of them have come up with anything, I think, that stands alone like this. Because, mm-hmm. I mean... Name another Josh Whedon movie that you that came out recently? And you're like, wow, that was a really good film. It's like, shit, no, it's all established IP. He's even Drew has proven to be like very artistically, like just extreme potential. When you go see a, a, a Bad Times at uh, El Royale, or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, that was, that was amazing film. The storyline in that is so complex and so original. I mean, I was just like, that's that's the reason that Cow in the Woods holds that fucking footnote of like these are people to watch mm. because this guy knows how to direct I still and knows to how see to see like. that Bad Times at El Royale was like oh it, so it's good. like whatever this did for horror they did that for suspense drama thrillers mm-hmm. and stuff like that because it was like amazing
3: don't fucking tell me
1: I'll take room one
0: you can't have room one do you not see my Fortnite right there at your feet do I really have to explain the concept of a free market claim stake to the goddamn hippie? I, don't, I love it.
3: El, Roy- El Royale was such a fucking joy to watch. I loved everything. That was another that film. Stop fucking making me jealous here. I hey, haven't seen It's it. on HBO Go. Doc. I don't uh, have HBO. Uh, well. I, it was another one of those
1: films <laughs> where me and the wife got in the theater, looked around, there's like maybe six or eight people in the film. When we walked out, we were like, I hope that movie does big things in the box office. Isn't it end.
3: strange when there's a fucking great flick like that? Like, me and you went and saw Nice Guys, and the, what, there was like fucking eight people in the theater with us? It's like... A
1: fucking riot. If it doesn't tickle a mainstream audience, you really get the idea now. Like, that's why they show so much in trailers these days. Because you need to get that fucking plateau of mainstream people to go... I, I, that feels comfortable enough where I might enjoy myself. Yeah, mm. they just... But it's like... You don't need to be ruined so much. Yeah, you don't want to be fed the whole story. Yeah,
2: El Royale was fucking great. Well, that's when you get the. Pe- that's when you start getting the Russo brothers in. They start filming fake shit. That's it's smart. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that's the way you fucking do a movie
1: trailer right there. Uh, yeah. When the cabin and uh, was it Jesse? He sees that fucking fucked up painting. He's like, oh hell no! And he picks it off and he sees the chick in mm-hmm. the other room that two way mirror. That I like. Uh, oh, well. I love that You see shot. that
2: eternal struggle oh.
1: with him. And he's and, like. Uh, What's no.
2: and thing about Joss Whedon is that he's I he's a very so. he's a very outspoken feminist about it, and the fact that he showed that internal struggle and you finally just like hey yep you know, but then the role is reversed and it has her and she's like mm-hmm.
1: he's about to change to get in a swim yeah. trunk she's like
3: blood was shed on both sides <laughs> <laughs> internal debate <laughs> yeah yeah I loved it Or she and then she hangs the picture to block him and she's like oh uh, I don't think so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's so many good things in this film dude so many i mean the way when they finally you know as, as the kim art no i'm sorry the new fucking security guards asking these puppeteer guys pop-tarts puppeteer guys <laughs> pop-tarts Pop-tart. Pop-tart. pop-tarts you pop-tarts? have pop Tart? um when she, when he's asking them like oh how is this even delegated if you're controlling everything they're like no no we guide the way and they have to make the decision. Yeah, we just kind of spice the mood, and and then the you know the fucking cabin uh, cellar door opens and they go down there and there's just all this shit, and it's like a doll, a globe, like pinheads, and oh, then the, you got <laughs> the shell,
1: yeah, the couch. Oh man,
3: you almost had the merman. Oh my god, <laughs> I want to see the merman.
1: There's so many. I mean, the ballerina, all of those. Dude,
3: and what what confused me about this section is okay he starts playing with the globe and he presses the button to you know open the gate to hell e- each person is grabbing something marty's looking through a film uh dana's looking through a book um Ju- Ju- oh, what's her name her name's not julie is it i don't remember um she's uh, julia
1: gulia jules julia gulia dana kurt jules marty and holden so Jules. Okay. Yeah. So she's
3: looking at this bride and then fucking Kurt's playing with a conch shell. And and all of a sudden, okay, so what confused me is you have to pick the selection. You have to start playing with it. He cranks up the music box, the ballerina music box. Mm. It's playing. Kurt presses the button and then Dana starts reading it. And, and she's like, guys, come here. I'm kind of confused on why the music box thing didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That was the Probably because it didn't up. finish, maybe. Maybe I yeah the, I was thinking that too Whoever was
2: able to pull the attention of everybody else
3: I guess cuz when she said the Latin that's when it was like mm. the yeah the choices Don't made. read mm. the Latin I'm drawing a fucking line in the sand read
0: it. Who said
3: that
2: <laughs> <laughs> And then we end up getting the Buckners fucking the
1: redneck bu- zombie yeah. torture family <laughs> But like
2: here's the thing about the Buckners though something I love about them like, cause you get you get your run of the mill zombies and whatnot. You get Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. You get Twenty Eight Days Later, Resident Evil. You get all these fucking zombies. When's the last time you see a fucking zombie use a fucking bear trap?
1: Oh, dude! Or that two people saw? Fucking yes. Oh man, oh, that was God. awesome. Yes, the bear Buy trap.
2: Best fucking zombies
1: in any movie. Oh, yeah, uh, fucking great! The fucking main little them. girl, the uh, Jodel mm-hmm. uh Silent Hill chick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. She was on the, like, "I'm on fire." You remember? Yeah. yeah i was like that little silent girl chick holy like, shit really yeah. yeah i was like wow well, it's cool she's like that's badass she's like the uh <laughs> she's like the uh fuck i'm blanking on her name uh um, halloween four daniel harris yeah she's like the daniel harris kind of like you know of the mm. genre too she's just like some really cool stuff okay cool. but yeah you're right good call on that the weaponry the, use the, was like
2: the fucking that bear trap is my favorite fuck, goddamn yeah weapon. Oh my God. I love how he just You're... throws it ah! and then he
3: pulls him back with a fucking chain. Mm-hmm. Dude. Like, oh. Some brutal shit. And huh? when he lifts Holden in the fucking <sighs> the basement, I'm just like, God damn, that would fucking hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just yes. chomp down on the,
1: your fucking back skin. God. Mm-hmm. That one chick that plays Jules, though, man. She's gorgeous. And then she does that wolf scene. And then when they later go to go make out in the woods. and then...
3: I love how everybody in the office is sitting there watching, like, ah. the nudity scene. And then it doesn't happen. They're like, all right, you perverts, get the fuck out of here. We got work to do. <laughs> Crank up the pheromones. <laughs> That's I mean, me and Nate in the, the, moon, the office. Adjust the, mood, adjust the <laughs> moon lights. What do I got to do to apply for this job? I want it. That was hilarious. Yeah, no, that's fucking me, in the
2: op- that's that was... me and Nate in the fucking office. Apply the mood lighting. <laughs> right. Nate hit the
3: pheromones. Turn up the temperature. Turn up the temperature. <laughs> and
2: cold out here. we got headlights. <laughs> <It> was like... <laughs>
3: Show me them boobies
2: <laughs> Ding
1: Chicken's done God. Dude So great man. That was a bu- brutal attack though. Oh it was God. It was a beautiful Brutal attack Cause when they bring That saw out And they take her head off It was just like Fuck That mm-hmm. scene where
2: you see Her eyes just look At the teeth Oh, oh
1: dude oh, When Chris Henward's Like full on running And he hits that one <laughs> It's chick, close goes, fucking, <laughs> it's Like Fucking <laughs> motherfucker Flies to the air I was like Oh man Everything was amped up It was awesome
2: they turned into the fucking hammer. Shit. <laughs> you know, Got him.
3: I love how, how everything like the beers tainted to make him act mm-hmm. more macho than smart and yeah, fucking yeah. her hair dyes to make her more ditzy than fucking. It's it's so And then there's Dana so and Marty
2: sitting in the corner. What the fuck are we watching? Well, even yeah. Dana's
3: feeling it, too, because she starts saying shit and he's like, what are you talking? Like, Marty mm. is seriously the only keen person yeah. that's in this because the weed is not tainted. I've been saying it for years. I've <laughs> been saying it for years, man. It's like
1: legalize it. Weed was literally like the thing that saved the world. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. It's such a fucking stupid thing to be illegal. Well, it didn't
3: save the world, it ended the world, but
2: but it gave him enough clairvoyance <laughs> to know what was going on. Mm,
3: it know. gave him that clarity. Ending the world saved the world, though. Yeah. <laughs> save the guy, ended the world. <laughs> it's a good trade.
1: <laughs> At least he died high
0: yeah. you know?
2: and with a friend.
1: Did you see that tulip joint yet? Eh? Eh? It was a, it was like a they call it the tulip, and it was like literally like almost held a fucking dime bag of weed. Oh, but then it's with the ti- yeah, and then it's tagged to the tied to a straw. So then we light it. It's like literally goes from like a joint to the size of a fucking cigar. I was like, "Wow." I have
2: not I don't remember that. Yeah,
1: if you go into like the special features, it was like Marty's stash and he goes through literally all the fucking <laughs> kinds of weed he his character had. The secret stash? He did like a 2-hour fucking like training thing with like a actual pot head to kind of get I was, was like, Kevin you, Smith in would this? Would you really need like
3: a training to like, you know. Dude, I've I've met people that smoked weed for years and they don't know how to roll a joint." That's sad. I know. Highly. Like, dude, that was the first thing I learned how it's to. Like, anywho, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we hear uh, it. Deep in do not endorse. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we, <laughs> not to get political. <laughs> uh,
3: don't listen to that bullshit. Do what you want. Just don't affect me.
2: Yeah, and that's 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 the beauty of it. He wasn't doing anything
3: wrong. He was ruining the plans of the Earth <laughs> to keep it safe. But fuck you. The world had to end, man. So what? after
1: Jules gets killed you see what happens uh, downstairs, and I thought that was kind of cool, where mm-hmm. they had like this, you know, like the bat cave door would open, and they would pulled the a little lever. And... What did they say?
3: It's like, we offer the sacrifice in the humblest and internal slumber of you. <laughs> it's like,
1: All right. it's Something so like great. That. So you're in, was it <laughs> Was it Sigourney Weaver that was making the call, or was it actually the God itself that was like the Sigourney. elder? No, it was okay, I thought it was the no, god that was, was the older God was like using the phone, like yes, she... I want my virgin.
3: <laughs> um, no, it was Sigourney because she's the director of it all. Gotcha. And he's like, no, we did everything by the guidelines. He's still alive. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver was doing a lot of fucking cameos during this point. I mean, she yeah. did Paul. She did this. I don't know what else, but that's a lot of cameos. Yeah, to me. <laughs> she was like
1: everybody said that she was really excited. Like, where's the werewolf? <laughs> like she was like that was like her main thing. It's like I want a picture with the werewolf before I leave her. And I was like, yeah, they created
3: so many costumes, practical effects, yeah. the yin yang, yeah. yeah. a lot and of it's CG.
1: But I mean, I'm
2: glad you brought the practical effects. That is Heather Langenkamp and her husband.
1: Yeah, Heather L. Anderson uh, and her yeah. husband.
2: That yeah. was that was them doing the practical effects. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, horror <laughs> feeds into horror. I yeah.
1: did not know this. Yeah. I was, uh, it's on the special features on the behind the when they talk about the practical effects and the CG a little bit but they talk about all the practical effects were done by them and I was like really cool seeing her input uh, how they passed off some of their work to the father-in-law which is her husband's dad mm-hmm. and he was getting like some of the harder stuff to do <laughs> I was like this is gonna be hard give it to your dad <laughs> was, like, let your dad let Larry do it <laughs>
3: Dude, the merman that was that fucking crazy. Oh, dude. I thought I was watching Tusk again, <laughs> 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 uh. Mister, Mister Tuskegee.
1: That if that was just done a couple years later, I've been hilarious to see mm-hmm. fucking Justin Long just <laughs> 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 priceless. Oh.
3: Beautiful.
0: Yeah, the spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's
1: hilarious. Oh, the creeper. Oh. He's just sitting there pacing in one of the fucking cubes. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Mm. Yeah. Pennywise. That's where he goes. He Has to go back to his cube every twenty-three years. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just thinking of like random things that could have been. Well, involved. they wanted
3: they wanted to implement like Jason and Freddy and all. They just didn't have the rights. Yeah, of I mean, mm-hmm. It would have been way too fucking costly. Yeah. So.
2: So they yeah. they got the the knockoffs, or they got the like the the poor man's ones because there was a lot of there was a lot of nods to everybody. Like even though pinhead wasn't in the movie, you got someone who was very fucking close to pinhead. Now
1: now also keep
3: in mind that they, they're doing this by country. What each country has to do it when they're doing Norway and they show the burnt down rubble. That's supposed to be the thing. I think the one really, yeah, yeah, because it's a snowy wasteland. Yeah. A, a thing. And one
1: almost looks like a kaiju attack, too. Well, yeah, what that is is actually King
3: Kong. Oh, really? Uh, laying flat. He's got horns. Gotcha. And then the other one where the castle's blowing up and all on fire, that's a nod to Hammer Horror Dracula. Nice. And obviously the uh, J-Horror uh, yeah. ring or, whatever, ring or road, whatever the fuck. Yeah, so, I mean, there's all these, so many fucking <laughs> nods in this but movie. The, the, the
1: fucking...
2: All the Japanese kids. Fuck you!
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you, York! <laughs> um, the fuck up I saw in this film, though, is like you had Jules' character get killed real cool with the the saw. Mm-hmm. But then when Le- uh, Chris Hemsworth dies, it's like they should have showed the mountain cue. That struggle was perfect. And when they get back out of that tunnel, the mountain thing, tunnel explosion, uh, and he's going to do the dirt bike thing, I wish the beginning of the film didn't show the bird hit that invisible yeah, thing. I do too. Because it would have been a bigger payoff if but we thought, hey, he could make it if he does this jump and then be surprised by the, the electrical grid.
2: I think the reason why they did that was to, one, give you give you that sense that they are being fucking cut off. But also because of the fact that they never address it again. They 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 are deadpan serious right. about this thing. Without yeah. showing
3: the bird, you'd be like, wait, what the fuck did he hit? Like mm-hmm. even when I saw the been, bird and like, saw him hit it, I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. But, and it's it's a it's a
1: what the fuck with the bird at the beginning, but mm-hmm. it just you you don't have any threat there with yeah. the dirt bike. It takes right. all that buildup but away.
2: The what I liked about I'd have to disagree with you on that one, because I feel as though it builds up that tension because you know there's something wrong and you can't do anything about it cuz all you like Chris Hemsworth's character does everything right he he comes up with the plan he has the idea he he follows through with the plan hell he even gets the kiss from the girl he does everything right but you know in the back of your mind he's not going to fucking make that mm-hmm. there's no way in fucking hell even if like even if you had that what if scenario that he might have hit that one fucking brick that one fucking part of the grid that he would not have been killed.
3: Even if I wipe out well, I couldn't, to I couldn't I'm think gonna that bring because back cops. Exactly. I'm going to bring says... back copters and really big fucking guns. And vroom you vroom.
2: you <laughs> can't help but feel like he might have a chance because he, he did everything right. Like he was doing everything right and then the moment you hit the moment he hits that fucking wall it's just not only do you feel for the characters that just watched their friend die but you also feel a little heartbroken because you're like fuck I really want to make it because yeah he embodied that heroic moment, you know? He he was going to be... The hero to bring to bring everybody back, only for him to fucking die and become Thor later. I was
1: yeah, more I was, sad because gorgeous men are endangered. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the audience got robbed because that fucking bird gets hit, and I was like, God damn you! Yeah, like, you get. You, but, but you imagine, showed the magic trick before. Yeah, you, but imagine
3: without the bird, you you would like be in perennial. What the fuck just yeah. happened? Your moment. jaw would drop
1: because you saw the grid getting. Reversed. I
3: had a problem because he's running off a flat road, yet when it shows he, him hit, he's about fifteen feet up from that. Well, road. you can do that. Well,
1: huh? you can do that when you go really fast. You just, yeah, you just the bike just does that. <laughs> Is fucking David Blaine driving the bike yeah. over yes. here? Yes.
3: Okay. Well, I stand corrected. Kirk, haven't you seen Keanu no.
1: Reeves in Speed? The bus just—I no, I haven't. That's seen That's what Speed. vehicles do mm. when you get to an edge; you just they, right. they go up. Yeah, they lift. I'm gonna try in my Volkswagen. Yeah. How do you think? <laughs> how do you, that's how planes fly. They go fast and they just start lifting up.
3: Yeah, that's fucking 400 miles an hour. With, whatever. <laughs>
1: Uh, Anywho! And then, you know, then, uh, you know Holden, Holden's driving the vehicle and he gets the, the amazing death of, like, Jason stabbed to the back of the head fucking shit. And I was right like, through the throat. I was just, I like... Was gurgly. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, after the Jules death, it kind of goes, like... Like, it's kind of... It's... It's
3: mediocre. Yeah, shit. It, it's mediocre for the kills. And keep in mind, out of the main cast, there's only three kills. But, I mean, once they get down the cellar, there's, like, fucking 50 killers. Yeah. <laughs> so and It's like
1: they're trying to get you there to get, you know, like, the sacrifices are being made. All right, now Marty's here. The girl's getting killed in the dock. Everybody's partying. Everybody's celebrating because job's over. And then the Marty save comes around. And... Cut the
2: fucking music.
1: I love that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it was. And then once it goes downstairs, it's like. Why do they have a purge all button? (laughs) Yeah, Sammy brought that up. She's like, what if some new guy accidentally leaned on the
3: button? Purge it? That'd be me. (laughs) Fucking zoology didn't think very clear on that. That was fun. But yeah, the purge all button was... That's it. I love how it was all...
0: Bing. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and it
1: comes in like three waves. <laughs> Golly. It's just the who's who. Bing. Unicorns, witches, clowns. Yeah, the unicorn crack me up. I was like, what the fuck Hull is Hell uh, flying bats, spiders, the goblins. raping tree. God damn, the goblins mm. and, the, and the fucking golf cart. Big fucking rattlesnake, God spider. No,
3: mm. anaconda. The
2: fucking like robots. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's going actually, that's the actually a, a god, thing for a, a real movie. That's was, hilarious. Oh, I don't doubt
2: that. Yeah, I was that, looking at the it. fucking clowns
1: too.
2: That clown took like what four shots to the chest, Mass
1: and he's like butchers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just going at it. Oh my god, dude, the merman
3: though. I love how he's always. I wanted to see a merman. Says <laughs> so that slow
1: drag. He's like, oh, oh come on,
3: <laughs>
2: oh come on.
1: Gotta love the biting and then just. <laughs> Dude. Blow a hole, just fucking geyser.
3: So, yeah, I love, you know, the, the last guy escapes down to the hatch and bumps into him and she stabs him. Yeah. And he's like, listen to me, kill him. And then he dies. Mm-hmm. And then fucking, yeah, so Courtney Weaver comes to explain it all.
1: I love that. And she gets there. that chance to kill Marty and she was actually going to do it. And I was like, what a jackass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dana. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he
3: has to die to keep, you know, you can still. Live, but he away. has to die.
2: You can walk away. You can go home. He has to die. Let well, me
1: save the world. I don't know. That's some. That's some shit you gotta think about. But mm. they didn't. Nope. she chooses not to shoot him.
2: Instead, yeah. she gets bitten by the fucking werewolf.
1: Yeah, she
3: gets. She, she, <laughs> she gets, gets
1: fucking mauled she on gets, the dock. She pays for yeah. fucking wanting to kill her friend to save the world, yeah.
2: well, and that's kind of like that that's that's the job you take being the final girl you you watch all of your friends die and the moment that she decided that she didn't want to be that final girl she gets fucked up. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's it's just uh, like where she uh, survived when they crashed in the lake and she got out. Dude, the Buckner dude fucked her up on the dog. Mm. If you watch the monitor, he's like slamming her head into the pillar. And you know... Fucking they, body slamming her. Yeah. Um, it's
2: like, God damn. Whedon and Drew fucking fought for that. Mm-hmm. Like, they actually didn't want to put that scene in. What? they finally her getting, getting her, out, her getting their yeah. ass kicked. Like they didn't want to, like they didn't want to throw that scene in there. They wanted well, to cut they, straight
1: to Marty saving her.
3: Right, but mm-hmm. they had that line that she has to be scarred from this. She can mm-hmm. live, but she has to mm-hmm. feel the pain. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> fucking seven foot giant just slamming her to and fro from hither and yon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from A to Z, dude, for real.
2: Making her go through the entire A fucking A to alphabet. Z. Oh, yeah. Go through the entire fucking alphabet.
0: <laughs> ah, bitch, cut, dick, Epicurean
1: <laughs> fucker. <laughs> And then Sigourney gets killed, gets thrown into the abyss, and they smoke a joint.
0: Yeah, And then the grounds
3: are shaking and cracking, then Ralph's arm goes up through so the So, end cabin. of the world.
1: I wish I could have seen it. Yeah, me too. It's like, mm-hmm. cool. And,
2: yeah. at, and another one of his little fucking throwaway lines, you'll come to see me, see my way. Mm-hmm. Well, well, like, to see it, my wife. like yeah. this
3: all reverts back to that original talk they had when they were driving. He was like, society has to crumble because yeah. we're becoming too bind, too focused on technology. Yeah. We're failing, but we're binding. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's... And if you've so ever been
1: curious about what the ending of Cabin in the Woods looked like, uh, looks like, uh, watch Hellboy, the new one. <laughs> There's, like, 30 seconds of, like, what mass that, carnage yeah what I think that, that was probably the best part of that hellboy yeah the best fucking part. that was like like
2: fucking side street people yeah whenever that guy gets fucking like stabbed in the fucking uh, oh dude no, no 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 it wasn't that it was it was whenever he put the whenever the giant monster like put his fucking sword down and grabbed the guy by the fucking like legs and just like slapped him across and just skinned
1: him skinned him and i was the skin. like oh, oh dude <laughs> I, that scene was worth the price of admission alone. Like me
2: and Sammy took me to go see that for. Uh, I
1: think my, I think it was for my birthday. That was <laughs> yeah. That was the only thing I really loved about that movie. Yeah, that, that was, was
2: like the, that right there was worth the price of admission oh. just for that. Like what, if even five minutes? Yeah,
1: not even it was like like thirty seconds. Yeah, it was perfect. It was that scene right there was just like oh that
3: was yeah. awesome. What is this, Hellboy? This
2: hell, is one a, scene. There's one scene in Hellboy
1: where held literally is unleashed.
2: And my favorite moment. I was just telling him, listeners, you get to listen to it again. Fucking demon, giant ass fucking demon has a giant sword, stabs it into the fucking ground, grabs the guy by the legs, slams him onto the hilt, and just skins him. Yes, that was. How it, does
3: that movie have a nine? I don't know,
2: but it would only needed that one scene, and that was worth the price of admission right there. Awesome. Samuel will agree with me on that one. Deal. That was beautiful. I couldn't have oh, seen that
3: three. She's not in a very agreeing type mood.
1: <laughs> oh, she'll agree with me. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, man. I love ice cream. Hate it! <laughs> <laughs> Worst thing in the world.
3: So let's do some final thoughts on final this. Final thoughts. I think we kind of spilt our guts already. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's clear that Finally. all of us fucking love this movie. Yeah. Um for me, I find it I found it to be so fucking inventive and not taking the genre in a new inventive step, but a new way of storytelling. Uh, I found it original as hell. You know, you look at all these 80 slasher flicks that we just fucking love. Mm. There's a reason why every year these stupid fucking camp counselors at Crystal Lake keep coming back. You know, why would you go to a place where everybody was mass murdered? Well, you would that fits the programming of these engineers, yeah. And I fucking love that. I mean, any movie that you look at, oh, why does Michael Myers always come out on Halloween? Well, engineers need a sacrifice, you know, and it's. That's his day for sacrifice. Yeah, it just, it plays into all these like things. Jason's is
2: Friday the 13th. He doesn't show up on Friday the
1: 12th. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> that's preposterous. It,
3: it's, it's something that's just so fun. And the dialogue is funny. The characters are well written. The, you know, there is a lag moment where the, Kills aren't that inventive. Like after, like Jeff said, after Jules dies, there's, you know, it's just kind of run of the mill. But that's only for like maybe twenty minutes, fifteen minutes tops. Um, but I mean, Marty is is fucking hilarious. He he makes this movie because he is the audience's point of view. I wish they would do more stuff like this. I would. I hope Drew Goddard and Josh Wheaton do another collaboration. I it's. It leaves me wanting more. Even though, where would you go with this story? Okay, do another movie, but just do a different movie. But you two get together and do what you do for three days. Yeah, um, high recommends. Man, uh, this is this is one of my favorites of that year, and it's probably in my top fifty. I would say definitely for horror. Yeah, yeah, I agree so, with that. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good <clears throat> one.
1: If you haven't seen it, please seek it out. Uh, my final thoughts are re- really easy. Uh, get this movie, love it. The Blu-ray is great. 4K is a little worth your money. It's not that great of an uptick, but it's a good... It's like the best representation you can go with right now as far as physical media. Um, My recommend for this, you can't do too much with the director. He's only got one other film for you to watch, which is uh, Bad Times at El Royale, which I definitely recommend you go give a shot and check out anything with josh whedon i mean i think you can stream buffy series is still on hulu i believe all of the episodes and of course anything you do in marvel mcu is going to be a, a great thing to do the big recommend that i'm going to tell all of y'all to get off your butts and check out is a cinematographer peter deming works on a lot of david lynch's films and i love david lynch but if you go f- as far back to what he does, here is the reason you need to just go, sit down and really watch Peter Deming's filmography. He's done uh, Evil Dead 2. It Takes to Scarecrows, Purple People Eater, Martians Go Home, House Party. He's did Book of Love, Drop House Dead Party. Fred, My Cousin Vinny. He's also done Loaded Weapon 1, Son-in-Law. Uh, SFW, which I definitely give a huge recommend with that one. Joe's Apartment. He's done David Lynch's Lost Highway. He's done Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. He did uh, Scream 2, Mystery Alaska, Mulholland Drive, Scream 3. He did uh, From Hell. He also did Goldmember with Austin Powers. He would later do I Heart Huckabees. He would do a film called The Jacket. He would do. I mean, Love Guru, Drag Me to Hell, Scream Four, Cabin in the Woods. He did Sam Raimi's Oz the Great and Powerful. He did Now You See Me Part Two. He did all the episodes of the new Twin Peaks that showed in Showtime, all eighteen episodes. And then he's also just like Cabin in the Woods being postponed for forever. He was a director of photography. Director of photography for the New Mutants, which is in hiatus forever. You know, for our, we've yet to see this film.
2: God damn, you rattled that, all that off your fucking head? Yes. Because
1: <laughs> Peter Deming is amazing. And when I realized that this I cinematographer- I a lot. Uh, when I realized it was this, this cinematographer, I was like, wow, this guy is great. And he did Sit Cabin in the Woods on top of all these other great David Lynch films. And when you look at it, you're like, wow, this guy's kind of like the Dean Cundy because he's able to do original projects and photograph them extremely well. Uh, so, Yeah plenty of homework there uh enjoy his filmography because this guy has an eye and he works on some really solid
3: great projects i like i like the fact that he doesn't stick to one genre I mean, just like Con- i mean
1: cundy would do what flintstones and doing yeah.
3: comedy doing fucking horror doing fucking drama doing suspense Dude. doing fucking action
1: to shoot something of stuff. like uh, david lynch films they're so surreal and imagery based but then you can do son-in-law with paulie shore and then jump right back and do something like Cabin in the Woods. Mm. Golly! But I'm I was really uh, kind of pleasantly intrigued that he did the photography for uh, New Mutants, which I'm I'm dying to see still. Yeah. Whether it's for better we, or worse, I think we
2: all fucking are dying to see that. Um, for me, this movie, this is one of my quintessentials. This is if you were to tell me that you hadn't seen horror movies, this is this would be one of the ten movies I would recommend you watch. Like I would hand you a stack of just the miscellaneous movies that I enjoy and then sprinkle in a few of the classics and I'll throw that one in as well because out of all the horror movies in the world, this is this is well within my tops. Like it's one of the ones I would hand anybody and I would emphasize if you enjoyed like you said any of Whedon's work, you'll you'll fucking love this. Um it's it's smart, it's funny it has everything that you could possibly want in a horror movie. And then it takes those elements that you, that are so like considered to be like a trope and just turns it on its head because you go in thinking, Oh, horror movie, like hell, the trailer, the fucking poster makes you think straight up slasher horror. Like they make you think it's uh, that's what it is. And then the moment that that movie starts and you have those two guys in a fucking golf cart, talking about fucking cabinets. <laughs> the fuck did you He's just so take me to see? Stupid. Boom! Jump scare. Okay. All right. Fuck you first. <laughs> you know. Um, this movie, I I can't recommend it enough. Um, this is... I don't care what you have to do. I say go fucking go out and buy this. I I don't care who you have to buy it through, where you have to go get it. If you need to go buy it through Voodoo, set it right next to your fucking Texas Chainsaw New Generation movie, whatever have you. you. Just put it, it... I say you have to own this movie. If you want to get into horror, this is one of the ones that if you say that you haven't watched... You're gonna get every fucking dirty look you can think of in the room. Yep. Especially if you end up like sitting at a table with a bunch of horror fans.
1: Especially I like catching that guy that says I don't I don't really like Kevin
2: the Woods, like really. First off, fuck you. Get out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you when you go fucking find other shit better to watch. Yeah. I can't recommend this movie enough. You if you haven't watched it and you just listened to this entire review, <laughs> I feel so fucking sorry for yeah. you fucking go out buy it watch it share it with your friends because this deserves all the love and attention that you can give it
3: all right hit my fucking music is this aussie conditioner that is fine hide leather you've never felt softer <laughs> Let me hear you it, baby. you're good you're really right up there, like, 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 like a fucking like Pepsi commercial. That's Mr. Professor Fuckwad to you, lady. Who breaks up my email? That's straight proof that you are fucking your student. Society needs to crumble. Speech by Marty is a complete foreshadowing of things to come. Thankfully, we still have marijuana. How often do you invite people to a shithole gas station? Enter the creepy old fucking Scooby-Doo mass villain. I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for the meddling whores. Loki, how many times have I asked you not to play tricks on Thor while he's riding his motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> Insert long way down by the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> Oddly enough, I have that same painting on my wall, and even more stranger, I have that same see-through mirror. Ah, oh, the days of being a bachelor. This is definitely a fantasy league I could get involved with. That is one happy moose, or whatever that mysterious beast is. I hate to tell you it gives me a husband's bulge. Another shade of irony is the three of us do the little fucking puppet dance before each episode. <laughs>
1: Oh, I wish we fucking periscope that shit. That's, that's
3: No wonder why mermaids make deal with sea witches for legs. Their men are fucking ugly.
1: Oh, shit,
3: that's <laughs> me giving it to you straight. Good. <laughs> oh man! The fucking puppet dance. The puppet
0: dance. I'm gonna
2: save that somewhere. Oh yeah. I'm gonna use it for something.
3: So we're back to our schedule. We're sorry for our hiatus, but those of you who have been with us for quite a while know that after Texas Frightmare, we, we become bi-monthly. <laughs> we, we become tw- tw- wait, 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 wait. wait Quor- uh, quarterly. quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> after that because, you know, summer's it, a bitch. Like leading up to Texas Frightmare, we I think we cranked out the episodes. We were weekly for a
1: while.
3: Yeah, we were, like in, like in Halloween we, we were weekly. Well, winter months we fucking do weekly. And then leading up to Texas Frightmare, we usually do weekly and if not, it's bi weekly, but it, it like after Texas Frightmare, damn man. Like,
2: Work kicks in. Fucking we're exhausted as fuck. Yeah. Like we can't get our schedules fucking straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For real.
3: So we're back. And we're glad that you all have hit us up and have been requesting by unpopular demand, I guess. I don't fucking
2: <laughs> That's like I, I that actually fucking That actually surprised me, because we were actually getting, like, no joke, we were actually getting fucking messages from you guys, and it it shows the love, I fucking, I I love that. There
3: was a lot. Yeah, there There was was a lot. lot. Nobody ever comments on our episodes, all of a sudden fucking people are asking for more. (laughs) Well, here you go,
1: fuckos. (laughs) Fuckos. I had a guy's finger up my ass tonight. (laughs) Is it Friday already? (laughs) I love it.
3: So we um, hope you enjoyed this episode, and tune in next time. I believe we're going to be doing uh, scary, scary stories. stories to tell in the w. Yeah, we're going to try to do some more current stuff. Yeah, and we we'll, we bounce back and forth. You get it.
1: Yeah, and yeah then, you know how we don't. And know. then uh,
3: I know we we're talking about doing child's play, but I think we're going to re- wait till the release of the Blu-ray. Yeah. Before we get involved in that, yeah. know, I don't. I don't see why. But you guys have requested it. I, really, yeah. I don't get it i'll try it's like hey you want some shit <laughs> yeah guys review this
1: Aww. Yeah. Aww. Night I like, Andy. i didn't know i could fucking pawn a pre-order <laughs> 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 so i saw that fucking movie <laughs> i was like jeez uh,
3: we're also going to be doing some more giveaways now that we're back oh yeah uh yeah you guys are gonna have to work for this one because it's a it's, it's,
1: it's a, a biggin It's a biggin It has a 12-pack of Lipton tea <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the one that they used for the uh,
2: advertisement for Hobbs and Shaw It says can of whoop ass on Ooh, it Oh yeah <laughs> Damn it
3: I'm uh, so glad I didn't go see that uh, I'm so uh, glad you didn't too because you know, we enjoyed the show We enjoyed yeah. the fuck out of it yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna I lie It
2: was fucking great yeah, no Like things. if you want an action movie that's the fucking action I gotta
3: movie. get up at 4 in the morning the last thing I wanna see is fucking Hobbs and Shaw Dude Dude, <laughs> awesome. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah
2: mm-hmm.
3: So until next time, I'm Nathan. This is Jeff. And this is Ralph. It's scary.
2: Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to
0: keep it scary. (laughs) It's
3: time to use the F word.
0: Fuck. Fuck Living, fuck, dying, fuck, laughing, fuck, crying, fuck this song, but mostly fuck you. Fuck, love, hate, and friends, fuck, following, trends, fuck this song, can't wait till it. Fuck everything, but fuck you the most Fuck everyone, but fuck you the most With a big rusty pole or a splittery post Yeah, fuck you the most, fuck you <laughs> Fuck old school, fuck new school Fuck not cool, fuck too cool Fuck them man ironically lame Fuck giving advice, fuck trying to be nice Fuck you and you know who you are Everything, but fuck you the most Fuck everyone, but fuck you the most With a big rusty pole or a splintery post yeah. yeah, fuck you the most Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you fuck
2: All movie sound clips, sound effects, and music used in Deep in the Horror of Texas is owned by the copyright holders. Deep in the Horror of Texas makes no claim of ownership on the copyrighted audio and simply uses it for the sole purpose of entertainment, criticism, commentary, and education or fair use. Please support the official release of the audio used in today's episode where available to you. And remember to keep it scary.